Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. My name is Mark Bowling, uh, an evangelist and teacher of God's Word. I'm excited that you joined uh, me today for this, uh, this program. Uh, before we go any further, let me just remind you that we do have a website, impacttoday.tv. There you can find, uh, you can email us, you can let us know if you have any prayer requests or if you have a testimony you'd like to give us. Also there you can find all of these episodes archived on our YouTube channel if you want to watch or podcast if you want to listen to it as you're driving to driving to work every day or driving home. Uh, be sure to, to watch, to listen, get the Word of God in you, and uh, also do us a favor, like, subscribe, and share with others so that others can hear this wonderful message of God's Word. Hallelujah. It's life-changing. We are going to wrap up, uh, hopefully today we're going to wrap up uh, this long series we've been on, on the seven things, seven realities that will elevate your faith to another level. If you've been with us, and if you haven't, you can go back to, like I said, to our YouTube channel or to our podcast and find all of these messages. It's all listed as, you know, seven things that elevate your faith or seven realities that elevate your faith, part one, part two, part three. I don't know, this might be like part nine, I'm not sure. But just start from the beginning. It's life-changing. I know that because it's worked in my life. What we share on this program is something that we have experienced for ourselves. We've put the Word of God into practice. We've seen it produce. We've seen our lives changed, our lives impacted by this. And then we share it with you. Amen. Uh, So the first thing we talked about was the integrity of God's Word. If you'll remember that. God's Word is what it says it is. It is faithful. It is true. It's powerful. It can be relied upon. The The second thing we emphasized was the reality of redemption. When redemption is real to you, more than just a philosophy, more than just a doctrine, more than just a theory... But you realize there is an actual redemption has taken place. That Jesus absorbed the entire curse. The entire curse of the law. So that we could have the blessing of Abraham. That he delivered us from Satan's kingdom. And now we're in his. When that is as real to you as 2 plus 2 equals 4, life is going to be different for you. Amen. There's a dominion that comes into your life. There's an awareness of victory. You'll be a victory-minded person instead of defeated. Amen. So, you have the integrity of God's Word, the reality of redemption. Then there's the reality of the new creation. We are more than just forgiven. We are forgiven, thank God. But God recreated our spirits, and now we're new creatures, new creations in union with Christ Jesus, very sons and daughters of Almighty God. Amen. Then the next thing, number four, is the reality of righteousness. 
when you realize that through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are the very righteousness of God in Him. Actually, God the Father became your righteousness. Jesus has become your righteousness. And you, through your union with Jesus Christ, have become the very righteousness of God in Him. Wonderful statement. Wonderful truth. Praise God. Then there is the reality of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. That's the climax of redemption right there. That God himself would come and live inside of us. Hallelujah. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you're not your own? Hallelujah. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who is in you than he who's in the world. Hallelujah. And he is in us to help us, to strengthen us, to teach us, to guide us, to reveal, to remind us of the past, to reveal things to us concerning the right now, and to show us things to come, to empower us to be a witness for Jesus Christ, and to help us pray. All of that. Oh, and there's much more. Thank God for the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That brings us to number six, which we finished last week, talking about the reality of fellowship with God the Father and with the Lord Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. We have been called unto the fellowship, the companionship and participation with the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. As we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with Him, and then we have fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Amen. That brings us to number seven, the seventh and final thing we're discussing concerning seven things that elevate your faith to another level. And that is when you have a, you realize the reality of the authority of the name of Jesus that has been given to us, bestowed upon us, the church. When you were born again, you inherited this great name to be used. When you were baptized, you were baptized into the name. Amen. Amen. And you've been commissioned with that name, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus represents everything he is and everything he has accomplished for you and I. Listen to this in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. It says, Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Notice three worlds stand attention to that name. That name, the name of Jesus, is the name that's above every name. And heaven stands attention to that name. Earth bows to that name. Every being in heaven, earth, and under the earth, or hell, acknowledges the supremacy, the authority, the glory of that mighty name. Demons are afraid of that name. Diseases flee when we mention that name. 
in faith. Hallelujah. I'm very thankful to the power and the glory of the name of Jesus. Kenneth E. Hagin said this. Listen to this quote. It says, Suppose a wealthy man were to give you a signed statement stating that you were entitled to use his name and thereby receive anything you might need in order to live comfortably. Suppose this was a legal document given before witnesses, whereby every one of your needs could be met for the rest of your life. Does this sound too good to be true? The wonderful part of it is that it is true, and his name is Jesus Christ. Anything you need, he's given his name for it. Anything. Maybe you're facing a very uh, a financial miracle. In that name, the name of Jesus, you can receive your financial miracle. Maybe you need a healing in your body. That name represents healing. Amen. Because the Bible says when he died on the cross, he himself took our infirmities and he bore our sicknesses. That's Matthew 8, 17. Isaiah 53, 4. Surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. And verse 5 says, by his stripes we are healed. Amen. Romans 10, 13 says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be healed shall be delivered. Do you need a financial miracle? Call on that name of Jesus. Amen. Do you need uh, a, a miracle in your body? There's healing in that name. Do you need salvation, deliverance, saved from your sins? Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. When the believer realizes the authority of that name, the power of that name, the glory of that name, things change. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 23, listen to what he said. He said, and in that day, what, that, what day? The day we're living in right now. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Now notice that. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. When we approach the Father God, we do not approach him on our own merit. We don't approach him based on our good deeds. We don't approach him in our name. We come to the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. And when we approach him in that name, we have a hearing. We have an audience from the Father God. Amen. And Jesus says right here, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Amen. Then he goes on to say, until now you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Amen. So the name of Jesus has been given to the child of God to use in prayer. We approach the Father in His great name so that the will of the Father can be accomplished here on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. But also the name of Jesus has been given to us to represent Him on, on earth as messengers of the gospel. 
Do you remember Mark chapter 16, verse 17? Well, actually, we'll start with verse 15. Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the good news to every person. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who doesn't believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they'll cast out demons. Amen. Every believer in that name has authority to cast out demons. Every believer, not just the evangelist, not just the pastor, not just the minister, every believer has been authorized, has been empowered to cast demons out in the name of Jesus. Or you could say it like this, to exercise authority over the devil in the name of Jesus. He goes on to say, they will speak with new tongues. Every believer has the God-given right and privilege and really responsibility to be filled with the Holy Spirit in all His fullness, just like they were in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, where it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and you can speak in other tongues. Ask the Father in Jesus' name and you shall receive. Amen. How about this? Uh, they'll take up serpents. What does that mean? Does that mean we're supposed to go around handling snakes to tempt God? No, but it does mean minimally that if we're bit, bitten accidentally, like, like Paul the Apostle was in Acts chapter 28, if you're bitten by a, a poisonous viper in the name of Jesus, you can claim immunity, you can claim freedom, you can claim protection from the venom, from the poison of that snake. God will protect you. How? In the name. You're in Him. You're in Christ. Minimally, it means that. It also can mean we exercise authority over the animal kingdom, as Adam did in Genesis chapter 2. Amen? But then it also says, in my name, if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean you're looking, going, looking around for poison to, to consume, to see if God will protect you. That is foolishness. Amen. But if you're in a situation where your food is poisoned and you're not aware of it, God will protect you as you consume that food in the name of Jesus. When we eat, we give thanks, and our food is sanctified through prayer and through thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Or I've heard stories of this, where missionaries were forced by the tribes they were trying to reach with the gospel. <clears throat> they were forced to eat poison, and they were protected. Amen. This is all in connection as being a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're taking the gospel to the world. We're taking the good news to those who have never heard. And when we do that in His name, Demons come out in His name. We speak in tongues and we pray supernaturally to the Father. In His name, we're protected from snakes, from scorpions, and from poison. From all harm. Amen. The Lord protects us. And finally it says, And in my name they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. That brings us to Acts chapter 3. 
Peter and John, they're, they're going to the temple in Acts chapter 3 at the hour of prayer. And there was a man there laid daily, crippled from his mother's womb, begging alms. And he's asking Peter and John for, for money. And Peter stops and looks at him, gazes into his eyes, fixes his eyes upon the man and says, look at us. Silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And that man got up and walked in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And it was a platform for Peter to preach the gospel to the multitudes. Amen. And 3,000 people called on the name of the Lord and were saved. Hallelujah. There is power. There's authority in that name. I'll never forget. Um, the first time I saw a, a notable sign in wonder, I was actually preaching in a mission in the city where I live today. Uh, I had just graduated from Bible school. And this lady came forward asking for prayer because she had epileptic seizures. I, as, I was a volunteer, a minister at this mission downtown. It's called the John 316 Mission. And every, once a month, on a particular Sunday, they slotted me to preach. And so, it was my time. I, I laid hands on this lady in the name of Jesus. Broke the power of the devil. See, no, notice Jesus said, in my name they'll cast out demons. Which can also mean exercise authority over the devil. Amen. So I broke the power of the devil over her. Asked the Lord to heal her in Jesus' mighty name. Thanked him for it. Said goodbye. Left. One month later, I went back, and the lady was there, and she said, I haven't had an epileptic seizure since that day. Haven't had one yet. I said, well, don't expect any more. Amen. That was the first time. The first notable miracle I remember overseas. Well, actually, this wasn't the first one. There was another one that was very notable, but I want to talk about this one. Uh, I was in India in a village outside of the city of Chennai. And I was invited to go pray for a person paralyzed from the waist down. He wasn't even wearing a pants. He just had a long shirt that went down mid-thigh to the middle of his thighs. And uh, he had suffered a stroke four years before we arrived. Weeks, And he was mute. Laid hands on him in the name of Jesus. Led him to Christ as best we could. He couldn't pray a prayer because he couldn't speak. But I just said, open up your heart and receive Jesus. And we laid hands on him in the name of Jesus. I'd say within 20 minutes, he's completely well. Walking, sitting up and down, speaking, counting to 10 in his language, the Tamil language. Amen. Hallelujah. That was the, uh, the power and the authority of the name of Jesus that did that. You see, we minister in that name. Now, if Jesus was dead, his name would have no power. But because he has risen from the dead, he continues to do what he did when he walked this earth physically. Amen. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. When you were born again, the name of Jesus was given to you to use as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not something you earn it's something you inherited when you accepted Jesus Christ 
as your Lord and Savior. That means you, my friend, can lay hands on the sick. You. I've mentioned this in the past. We're doing a, another miracle festival uh, somewhere in India. I forget the name of the place. But there was a lady there who was listening to me talk about this passage of Scripture, Mark chapter 16. And she heard me say that according to Jesus, a believer, not just a pastor, but a believer can lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus and they will recover because Christ the healer comes to live inside of us as believers. He lives in me. And so when I lay hands on the sick, he flows out of my hands. He flows through my words when I'm operating in his name. Well, she heard me say that. And as far as we know, she just accepted Jesus that week. And she went home to her, her husband, who she couldn't bring for some reason, was not able to find help or whatever to get her to the, to the festival. And that man was in bed paralyzed on one side of his body. She believed the word. She acted on the word. She laid hands on him in the name of Jesus and two days later, the man got out of bed healed by the power of God. Amen. It was an evangelist who laid hands on him. Thank God for the evangelist. I'm an evangelist. But it was a believer. Jesus said, these signs will accompany those who believe. Amen. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. It's glorious. Amen. You can operate in that glorious name. See, when we lay hands on the sick, it's as if Jesus himself is laying hands on the sick. Jesus said in Matthew, 8, Matthew 18, he said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I. Did you hear that? Where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there, right there. He's there in the authority and in the power of of his name. So when we lay hands on the sick in his name, right there, he's laying his hand on them. Amen. We are the body of Christ. Christ is the head. We are the body. The commands of the head take place through the body. You know, Mark Bowling's head, me, my head thinks and tells me to lift up a cup. So I lift up this cup. My head doesn't lift up the cup. My head tells me to lift up the cup. Jesus is the head. We are the body of Christ. Jesus commands, and then we carry out his command. And Jesus said, in my name, they'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There's healing in that name. So what I want you to do right now, wherever you're at, if you have a, a sickness in your body, I obviously can't come through the microphone and lay hands on you. However, in the Spirit, God is there. Amen. And you, as an act of faith, can lay your hands on the part of your body that is sick. And the Lord will heal you now. He's not going to heal you. He heals you now. If you have a blind eye, He opens it now. If you have a deaf ear, he opens it now. If you have paralysis in your body, he heals you 
now. He causes tumors to disappear now. Believe that. Put your hand on the part of your body. I'm going to pray for you right now. Dear Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you right now, Father, for your power, for your glory, for the authority and majesty of the name of Jesus that you've given to the church. And in that name right now, I take authority over every evil spirit that would harass people. I command you in Jesus' name, let go of their minds. Every demon of disease, we command you to leave the people now. We command blind eyes to open and see right now. Deaf ears, open and hear now. The mute, we command you in Jesus' name, receive your speech. Father, I thank you for miracles flowing. I thank you disappear, uh, tumors disappear, paralysis leaves, diabetes leaves, Every manner of sickness and disease is being healed in the name of Jesus. As people listen and watch this program, we give you glory for it. We thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Check yourself. See that the power of God is working in you right now. Something is happening in you. It shows up sometimes instantly, sometimes gradually. Maybe the healing manifests in a couple days or a couple weeks. But God is working in you right now. Praise God. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He paid the ultimate price. He shed His blood. He was buried. He rose again. And He said, whoever calls on my name, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So just call on His name right now. Say this after me. Dear Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again. I believe your blood was shed to wash my sins away. Therefore, I call on your name. Save me now. Deliver me now. Come and live inside my heart now. And I thank you you do it. I believe I'm saved according to your promise. For you said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on your name now, and I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear friend, if you prayed that, I'm telling you, your sins are forgiven. They're washed away. You've become a child of God. Hallelujah. Visit our website. Tell us what's going on in your life. And uh, until next time. Keep walking with God, feed on these truths, and just remember, you have authority in the name of Jesus. It's greater than any circumstance you might be facing today. God bless you. Bye-bye. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.